The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. If you looked at Samson's life from a human vantage point, perhaps you would see his, his strength. Perhaps you would see his appearance. Uh, perhaps you would see all of the externals of his life. But I'll remind you that man looks on the outward appearance and the Lord looks on the heart. You see, God was looking much deeper than Samson's appearance. He was looking at something that no one else could see, and that was his faith. That's why Samson is in the great hall of faith in Hebrews chapter number 11. Shocking, isn't it? And it's shocking, honestly, that God would bless any of us. When you come to Judges chapter 16, you come really to the end of Samson's record. This is the last mention of him in the Old Testament, at least. And the last mention gives us a lasting message. It really shows us something about God's mercy in his life and also about God's emphasis for us. Did you notice how Samson ended? He ended in faith. Now, he had lived by flesh. He had lived many days by his own force. But he ends with faith in God. In the end of it all, in Judges chapter 16, you remember he cries out to God in verse 28 and says, O oh Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O oh God that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. You see, when it all came to the bottom line and Samson was stripped of everything, the one thing he had was his faith in God. Now, maybe you think today the Lord has stripped everything away. Now, sometimes the Lord has to do that. He has to bring us back to where we have nothing but just our simple faith in God. Old Vance Habner used to say, when Jesus is all you have, you find out He's all you need. Maybe that's all you have today. Well, I want you to know Jesus is enough. Have faith in God. You see, it was not even the strength of his faith. It was the object of his faith. I would even suggest to you that perhaps his faith at this time was as weak as it had ever been. And yet the object of his faith is always strong because the object was the Lord God. Maybe all you have today is faith as a grain of mustard seed. The Lord says, that's enough. That's enough to move a mountain. And maybe you all, all you have today is faith enough like that weak, sick woman to reach out and just touch the hem of the garment. That's okay. There's enough virtue in the hem of the garment to meet your needs. You see, it's not faith in faith that brings the victory. It's faith in God. In our world today, people are fond of saying they're people of faith. Well, the emphasis of faith is not on us. It's on the Lord looking unto Jesus. And so we're learning something here from, from Samson's life, not only of what not to do, but of the one thing we all should do, and that is we must exercise faith. Now, with that in mind, I want to go back through the story of Samson. We've been studying it for some time, haven't we? In these amazing chapters, Judges 14, 15, and 16. And before we conclude our study, I want to just highlight one instance where he exercised faith in each one of these chapters. 
Uh, perhaps there are others, but these are ones that God emphasizes. And so I want us to see them because I want you to see how His faith is the secret to His strength at every stage in life. Whether you're young or old, uh, whether you feel strong today or you feel weak, uh, whatever it is you're, you're facing, whatever is in front of you at this moment, I'm telling you, you can believe the Lord. God is enough. So let's go to the first battle, all right? Judges chapter 14, verse 5 says, Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him as he would have rent a kid, and he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. So here's the first instance where the Lord gives a mighty victory through Samson's life. And from it, what do we learn? Well, first of all, we learn that we must trust God to give us strength in every battle. I'm telling you, you're going to have battles. You know, sometimes we have this idea that we're going to get to a place in life where it all gets smooth where there are no battles. I was talking to somebody recently and he said, I really thought by this time in my life it was going to get easier. But instead, the battle is intensifying. Why is that? Well, I would say to you that the nearer you get to the end of the battle, the hotter the battle becomes. So as we progress through life and we get nearer and nearer the final victory at the end, don't you think the devil's going to come against you more and more? And so what was true in the first battle of Samson's life is really a, a lasting principle for us in every battle, and that is you've got to trust God to give you the strength in every battle because there's always going to be a battle. Now, did you notice what the enemy was in Judges chapter 14? In Judges 14, the enemy was a roaring lion. Does that sound familiar? 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That word devour literally means to make disappear. Can I tell you what the devil's plan for your life is? I'm going to tell you what the devil wants. He wants you to disappear. He wants you to disappear from your church. He wants you to disappear from your family. He wants you to disappear from this earth. He wants you. He wants to devour your life. But as surely as the Holy Spirit was enough to help Samson conquer that that young roaring lion in Judges chapter 14, I want to say to you that the Holy Spirit is enough to give you victory over that old roaring lion, which is the devil. The same adversary and enemy we've faced from the beginning of time. Uh, it's interesting, again, that Samson had nothing in his hand uh, when he conquered this lion. You see, the Lord doesn't need your strength. You need His strength. So you may think today, well, I have nothing, nothing to fight the devil with. Oh, you have one thing. You have the Lord. Do you remember when Michael the archangel in the book of Judges was contending with the devil over the body of Moses? Uh, the Bible doesn't say that Michael the archangel used all of his resources. It doesn't say he used everything that was at his disposal. No, he used the ultimate weapon. He looked at the devil and he said these words, The Lord rebuke thee. See, that's the only conversation you should ever have with the devil. God is greater than every enemy, any enemy, and he's greater than the devil. Martin Luther said, always remember that even the devil is God's devil. And so, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Uh, the devil may not be under your feet yet. He will be someday. God will bruise Satan under your feet shortly. But I want to remind you, he's already under the feet of the lovely Lamb of God. The Lord Jesus has already conquered him. And so, 
If you will just trust the Lord, if you'll believe God, no matter what spiritual oppression or attack comes against you today, God is able to give you victory. What does he say through one of his Old Testament prophets? No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Why is that? Because your arsenal is much greater than the devil's weapon. I'll remind you that the only enemy Samson did not trust God to conquer was his own sinful flesh. We blame everything on the devil. And we say that the devil is the great enemy. But I want to say to you, perhaps the greatest enemy we all fight today is our own wicked, weak flesh. Now we'll talk more about that shortly. But let's begin here today. Trust God to give you strength in every battle of life. And if you will, though you're going to have your failures along the way, though you're going to have your moments of flesh, if you'll exercise faith today, you too, you too, can live and conquer the wicked one. You too can live in Hebrews 11. Would you like to live in Hebrews 11 today? Would you like to walk with those great men and women of faith? Then I say this to you, dear brother, dear sister. Have faith in God. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.